how did you become such a YouTube sensation? Ali Law. Oh, Ali Law. Difficult and dangerous parkour. Parkour and free running group. These things called overnight challenges. Okay. Swimming complex, yeah. trampoline parks, cinemas, shopping centres, everything. And that was the most popular. That's what blew me up on YouTube differently. It's a video that's getting an awful lot of attention on the internet. We're in Paris climbing on the tallest building. Next minute, whole road gets closed off by the army. And I just see an MP5 pointing oh, straight man. in my face. I was like, oh, shit. we f***ed it. <laughs> we f***ed it bad. <laughs> we snuck into the big brother house twice. Once we were in, there was no way getting back out. 10 to 15 security guards just come flying out this door. I'm like, oh, f How many times do you reckon you've been arrested? 50 plus times. You're joking me. Yeah. Welcome to the Eventful Lives Podcast. I'm your host, Dodge, and I'm the founder of Bournemouth Sevens, the world's largest sports and music festival. On this podcast, I speak to fascinating people who have all lived eventful lives. If you haven't already, do us a favour, press the follow button and check us out at Dodge Woodall on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube, where we've now had over 80 million views. Ali Law is a YouTuber with over 3 million subscribers. His videos feature parkour, overnight challenges and climbing up buildings and cranes around the world. Ali has been arrested over 50 times and in this episode we delve into the most infamous stories. From being apprehended in Paris to breaking into the Big Brother house. This is the eventful life of Mr. Ali Law. Ali, welcome to the show, mate. Thanks for having me, mate. Yeah, very much looking forward to this one. I've seen all sorts about you on YouTube. So um, let's roll all the way back. Where did you grow up and how did you become such a... YouTube sensation. So taking it back, it's quite a long story, but I'll try and shorten it. But when I was 15, I was like really overweight, addicted to a computer game, didn't go to school for like two years, and then sort of got my life on track. Ended up done the last year in school, was still very overweight, didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. And there was two options. My mum was like, you go to college or you get an apprenticeship like my brother did, which was a carpentry apprenticeship. That was the only options. I didn't like, I hated school, so I didn't want to go to college. So I went through this like carpentry apprenticeship and then through that, I met a guy that was doing like freestyle gymnastics, parkour stuff, yeah. and then started doing that uh, through doing the carpentry apprenticeship and then started doing that like every week. And then from there, that led to slowly, like I was doing parkour for many years. So just, and, just for the listener, just break down parkour. Parkour was like uh, outside, out gymnastics outdoors, like jumping across, walls and doing flips that style of stuff you know um, and then that led to doing that for many years that led to like we just done everything on the ground level I used to be terrified of heights and then that led to me doing like I wanted to overcome my fear of heights so I started doing like the jumps I sort of got to know my body so well like I'd doing it for years and really knew my body and knew my limits of how far I could jump and then wanted to overcome the fear of heights I had like mates that would jump across the roofs and stuff but I could never do it so I started on like small little garage blocks would jump across them and then worked up and just like overcome my fear of heights. Mm. So yeah. is that so when you say parkour, is that when you're climbing up buildings and jumping from one building over to the next building? So parkour like origin like it from is, France, isn't it? Paris. It originated from yeah. France, yeah. And that guy, uh, I can't remember his name, Sebastian Foucault. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So jumping across buildings that like in James Bond. Yeah. But yeah, originally like it was just ground level, a lot of ground level stuff. Obviously you see the rooftop stuff, but these boys that are jumping across roofs have been training many years. Yeah. But that's how I started. So I did that for quite a few years and then 
And where was that? Southampton. In Southampton, okay. All in Southampton. Yeah. So, yeah, just many years. So you did that for a few years. And then what Then what was your next movement from there? So the next movement from there, started making YouTube videos, like stemming from the carpentry apprenticeship. I, that was the only route I really had was doing carpentry, and I hated it. I worked on site, worked with these old boys that were always complaining about their body, like being fucked. And yeah just didn't want to go down that route. So I was like, how can I, I loved parkour at the time. I absolutely loved parkour. And I was like, how can I make money from this? And the only real viable route was YouTube, making videos. That was the only way that I could see making money from that. Like people weren't making money from doing it. Like there was no real money in doing competitions or anything yeah. in that. So YouTube was the only way. Started making YouTube videos, really enjoyed the process. Like really enjoyed, it was two passion things together. It's like, I really enjoyed making videos and editing videos and I really enjoyed parkour as well. Quality. So, what, year, what year are we talking now? 2014, late, I, I launched my first video December 2014. Okay. So many years ago now. Um, but that was like, I'd upload like once every couple of months at that point. Still didn't quite know what I wanted to do. Um, but yeah, that's how I started originally. What gave you the idea? What was it for you when you went, oh, I need to get on YouTube? Because you've obviously jumped on this a lot earlier than most people. Uh, I've watched YouTube. I actually had a gaming channel in like 2011. So when I was, uh, no, 2010 maybe it was. Yeah. So early YouTube days. I think YouTube originated like 20, 2006 maybe. Six, yeah, yeah. Um, 2010, had some gaming channel. I always watched YouTube growing up. You Back then it was like, it wasn't as common. Obviously now, if you say, like you've got kids saying, I want to be a YouTuber, parents are like, you see all these YouTubers yeah. driving around in Lamborghinis. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, go for it. Back <laughs> then, like when I told my mum, oh, I'm going to do YouTube, it was like, no one understood it. Yeah. I was telling them, I don't know. I just watched YouTube growing up and I knew it was a thing. I knew you could, I knew nothing about it, but I knew you could make money from it. And I knew there was potentially a way. And I, I was in this mindset. I was like, I'm going to make it work. Mm. I don't know how, but it's going to work somehow. And I just, kept grafting at it and it took many years before I didn't actually earn any money, real money till about 2018. Mm. So it took a good four years of grafting before I got so were you just from banging it. up? were you just banging up as many videos you could of you jumping around? Nah, like back, back then it was quite rare because okay. was, like, I was trying to make like real good edits. Obviously I was learning YouTube. I, was, I wasn't just uploading loads, but when it started picking up was like around 2017 when I realized you had to be consistent, you had to yeah. upload more. I changed up the content. I was changing, doing a few different things. Um, and that's when, so in 2017, I was like, so I, I went from parkour to climbing buildings, that sort of stemmed off the back of parkour. Yeah. And then through that, I met some boys and we did like these things called overnight challenges. Okay. Which was like, you rock into a play, like it's completely unrelated, but it come, it, it's led from doing that. Um, I would go into like a swimming pool before it closes, hide up. What, in a swim, what, a whole complex? Yeah, like a whole swimming complex yeah. or trampoline parks, uh, cinemas, <laughs> shopping centres, everything. And that was the most popular. That's what blew me up on YouTube differently. Okay. Uh, and like, what's that, 2017 was that? 20, late 2017, 20, beginning 2018, okay. yeah. So I'd already built a couple hundred thousand followers from the climbing stuff. So is that with you on YouTube? Is that like follow, getting like a couple hundred thousand subscribers? Yeah. Okay. Which, is still, that, which think, is still a load, right? Yeah, still quite a few. I had about yeah. 250k subscribers just off of parkour and rooftop and stuff. Okay. And then I did an overnight challenge. This is funny one how it worked out. I did an overnight challenge uh, in Southampton. We went into the swimming baths. It was just a pure fun thing. And I videoed it. And I wasn't going to release the video because I was scared that it was so different to what I was. Yeah. I, I'd built a massive audience off of climbing stuff. I didn't. It was so different. I didn't want to change it up and like kill the channel. That yeah. was my idea. 
and then security had come. It was so interesting. Security had come, and we managed to blag it. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. We were like, oh, we're working with the night team, blah, blah, blah. I can't even remember what we said. So give me an example. Just break that down for the listener there. So you're you're going in when they've closed. We're going in when they're open. And and then then staying there, hiding. Okay. And then they (laughs) close. So in that one, that specific one, we hid in the the flume. We ran up to the flume (laughs) on the last one, slid halfway down, hid in the flume. Then they leave, they clean, they leave, wait for them to leave. And then we come out and then you just got all night. Mucking about. Mucking about, <laughs> flying down the slides, <laughs> messing about, yeah. And where, where are the cameras on? Your, on your, your GoPro. On your head, a GoPro on, yeah, your, what, yeah. on your chest, your head? What? Head mount, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'd just take a GoPro, me and my mates. But that specific one, that was the first one. And I did that purely for fun. Wasn't going to actually release the video, but I videoed it anyway. And then I, I, it ended up being so interesting and fun, I thought, I'll release it. And that just blew up. That blew up in Southampton. Everyone knew the key swimming pool. And it was like I took a risk, you know? It was yeah. like I could have never released that video and carried on with the climb and the YouTube would have never been as successful as it did yeah. become. Good for you. So yeah, it's just what was the what was the moment when you were like, ah, oh, go on and just whack it up, see what happens? Because you had the fear, I take it, not to sort of ruin your, your yeah. credibility with the parkour and what have you. It was the fact that it was the security come um, and we managed, it was the most ridiculous thing ever. We managed to blag this security guard. We said some fake name. He wrote it down on a piece of paper. He radioed through to someone and then somehow we got off of it and he let us stay and he like walked off and that was when I was like right this is this is interesting yeah. I'm gonna just go for it release the video and I remember posting it on Facebook and like I'd never posted on Facebook before one of my mates was like put it on Facebook I put it on Facebook and in the morning I woke up with like it had like half a million views okay. it blew up yeah on YouTube it got like a mil in space wow. of I think about a week wow. so then I was like wow this is like a whole new yeah a whole new thing and then I started really like knocking down just smashing them out is that so that's the one that triggered you to go you know what I'm onto something here yeah that's okay. the one yeah and that was 2018 Tw- end of 2017 that was okay yeah. and what was the next movement for you thinking hold on a minute I need to jump on this did you did you did you then think how can I really monetize this did you know the numbers you're getting these sort of numbers you think actually I can earn a living out of this yeah so the channel was monetized at that point okay um we're seeing the ad revenue go from I was like broke I had no money at all we were doing these videos like we were traveling around the country with like no money and then all of a sudden I've gone from no money to like seeing thousands come in from each video it was all just like a bit wild quality and how old were you then uh roughly in 22 22, 21 no about 21 i think yeah okay so yeah mate it was quality i was like i'm on to something here and i was enjoying it i was doing something i loved i was with my boys i was having fun i was making money it was just it was surreal mate and then the youtube was blowing up as well like what everyone told me would never work yeah this YouTube channel, you know, like, and even then, like 2017, 2018, it still wasn't as popular. But like when I started, especially in 2014, it was like, no one really done YouTube, you know? So yeah, yeah, it was all, it all worked out. And what were the movements then after that? You've done your first one. You you get the appetite going, hold on, I want to do a load of these now. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So where was the mind, who was was coming up with the ideas? Mate, we would come up with the ideas, a mixture. People would send ideas in, the more popular, like it blew up pretty much overnight. Like then I got known as that guy that would sneak into places (laughs) like, just do crazy <laughs> stuff. The overnight guy, like yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. just becomes a thing. And then I get sent like mad locations. People would say, come to this, come to this place, like go to there. Um, we would just research and look up things or yeah, that, that was it really. People would send it or we'd research it. Mm. Do you remember your second ever one? I don't actually, funny enough. No, what was I, the next big hitter for you after that first one? The next, so it's so long ago, I can't actually remember okay. specifically, but there was, we, we went, we just went hard, like, every day so at that point it was like i could make a living off of this i want to do this i'm enjoying this so i just went out and i met other people that were doing it like i met some other youtube boys that were doing it as well yeah. uh, we started doing it together me and a guy called ryan taylor and we blew up together we were doing them together regularly but mate it got to a point where i was 
just hungry for it. I was filming every day. I wasn't sleeping. I was editing all my videos at the time. Yeah, so like, but it got bad. It got to a point where like, I was just, it was, that's all I thought about and done 24 seven, seven days a week. That's there, was fine. Nothing, there was nothing else. You, to be successful, mate, you've got, to be, obsessed. You've got, you've got to be obsessed. You do. Yeah. It's yeah, true. Mate, and I can see it in your eyes, how obsessed you were. Cause yeah. you've got, there was a gap in the market for you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hold on, man. I can earn a living out of, Pissing around with my mates, filming it, Let's go having hard. a laugh. Let's go for it. I'd be the same if I was yeah, your age. Yeah, that's it, mate. Good for you. So, give me some examples of some mad stuff that you've done in your earlier years. Before we get, we'll move on to the latter years of what you're up to now. But those earlier years, did you have any danger moments? None dangerous in the t no, no near deaths or anything, which is people surprised about. No like broken bones or anything. Yeah. I've always been pretty good. I've always done some. When you're watching it online, it looks dangerous, it looks stupid, it looks like I don't give a shit about my life. Yeah. But, like, I'm always very calculated. Like, I don't want to die, I don't want to yeah. hurt myself. Like, yeah. I'm always... Pro this stuff is very calculated behind the scenes. I've been doing this stuff for many years, and, like, especially the climb... The, the overnight stuff, there's no real danger, but the climbing stuff, I've done some stuff that could be considered dangerous, and obviously there ain't much room for error, but I've never nearly died, I've never yeah. nearly fallen, I've never broke any bones, yeah. I've always been pretty good. Um... So no actual dangers, but there's been there's been some pretty mental things like one off the top of my head. We were in Paris climbing on the tallest building, like up this spire at the top. Next minute, whole road gets closed off by the army. The like equivalent to like the FBI. I don't know what it is over there. The, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, rocked up onto the roof of little MP5s, massive torches pointing them in our faces. Like <laughs> that. Like off the top of my head. Like when you say crazy stories, that that pipes up there's been so many that one there though what made you want to go and do that did you want the attention or was it you're thinking if i go up there this is the crazier it is the more views i'm going to get no nah, not even no, so much okay. like back back then we i was still just loving doing it um making videos as well but the whole that video blew up because of the army thing but that actual thing we just went up there to like get photos we were traveling around doing crazy stuff i was going to try and make a video of it but obviously it didn't really have much substance to it so we probably wouldn't have made a video yeah it was only the fact that the old the, bill turned the old up. Bill, yeah. yeah, it, it, it turned pretty mental. But did you get nicked? Yeah, twenty four hours in a cell. Thought they were like talking. We had a lawyer, like a meeting with a lawyer over there that was like a trans a translator. And they were like they're trying to ban you from the Schengen region, which is like most of Europe. Yeah. And at the time, we're like, fuck. <laughs> this was like early as well. It's like twenty eighteen. They were like, I, I don't know how we got off of it. Like they, were, it was serious. Like proper. How did you? What was the moment like when you were just mucking around up the top? Give me an example. How far, how high up for the listener? How high up were you? On Finn, that? you know how tall that building is. Mm, about two fifty, I think. Two hundred and fifty meters, roughly. Two hundred and fifty meters up. Yeah. With no safety, no safety net. No safety net. It's bigger than shard. Mate. Yeah, it's bigger than the shard. Mm, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> enough to die if you fall yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's all on film. Yeah. And who clocked you? Do you remember when someone clocked you at the time? Or did you no. just look down and so just see a load of old Bill? We we saw, there's a video and we, we we heard sirens in the distance, which is common. Like if you're up high, you usually hear sirens. But then it was getting closer and closer and closer. And our friends that didn't come up, our friends, a couple of them didn't come up because they were like, oh, this is too like, it was like in the center of Paris, the business district. It was busy. They were like, we don't, we don't feel good. We're not going to do it. So they stayed down. And then I remember the sirens got closer and closer. It was fire engines that we saw. And then you saw police come in. The fire engines stopped below. Then the police come. And we couldn't. you couldn't actually see the road. Like, you saw them go so far. And then you, it was blocked by the building. Yeah. But we knew they had stopped underneath. And then our friends rung us at the bottom. They're like, the army are here. <laughs> They've blocked off the whole road. It's bad. It's really bad. And we were shitting ourselves. Yeah. And then it seemed like a couple of minutes later... The, so we locked... We It was, like, quite hard to get onto the roof. And we had to squeeze through this little gap. 
we had to open this like fire hatch and squeeze through this small little gap basically so the door was locked so the police have come up they're banging on the door speaking in french we had no idea what they're saying we're like what the fuck we don't know what obviously they weren't going to squeeze through this little small gap um and then next minute they've got the door open and i just remember like this massive torch shining in my face it was like this guy had a massive torch yeah they had a specific guy the torch man like just holding the torch and then the rest of them had these little mp5s there was like five of them in total i just remember getting blinded by this light hearing a load of french screaming and shouting and then next minute I like can see and I just see an MP5 pointing oh, straight mate. in my face. I was like, oh shit, we fucked it. <laughs> we fucked it bad. <laughs> Were you still up there or did you climb down? We had climbed down at this point okay. to, to the thing. Because at the top, it's like a whole structure on the top. It's yeah. like circled into this weird structure. So it's a building that then has another spire yeah. up the top and you were climbed to the top of that we spire. We got to the top of the spire when we saw the fire engines and that coming. That's oh, why we mate. couldn't see the road below because we were like blocked by the building how did you explain uh we just got we didn't really get much there was no they couldn't speak english there was yeah. not much um language that, uh, there uh, all all that we done we were like put up against a wall face the wall they just said face the wall there was very little english yeah. and then i was speaking to my friend and then the, one of the police punched me in the back Literally, just remember getting like a dig in the back. I was like, "Oh!" And he was like, "Stop speaking!" And I was like, "Fuck!" So we stopped speaking. Then we got dragged. To, we got like cuffs, take, cuffs on, cuffs on, yeah. taken down. And I, I'd, I've never seen so many police. There was like riot vans, police, army. Um, there was so much police; it was ridiculous. Oh my God. And then they took us into a van. Uh, again, we're not speaking to anyone at this point. We have no idea what's going to happen. But all we knew, we were fucked. We yeah. were like, "We've really <laughs> fucked it this time, boys." We get dragged. We've never had anything like this. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. was this was ridiculous. We've only had little dealings yeah. with police, like small dealings. Never. I don't even think I'd ever been arrested at that point. Get dragged into the cell. We'd done twenty four hours. We got separated, and there was six of us and two. One of no, there was seven of us. Sorry. We got put in pairs, so two, me and one of my mates, and then so there was seven up top. Seven up top, was seven there? of us, and two stayed down. Two didn't want to come. Yeah, so there's quite a few of us. To be okay, fair. not everyone went to the top of the spire. Some people stayed on the top of the building. Um, but then we got taken back to the cells, and we did. I've never seen this in England. They put you in a cell on your yeah. own. Over there, we got chucked in in pairs, so it wasn't too bad. But we'd done 24 hours. And then we had meetings with this lawyer and then they said we would have to go to court, but they eventually just allowed us to sign this piece of paper saying like, no climbing in Paris anymore, yeah. no fucking about. Yeah. And we signed these pieces of paper and they were all cool. Um, but yeah, we done yeah 24 straight hours in a cell. It's horrible. Is that the first time you've been in a cell? That I think that was, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the first time. And what was going through your head? I just thought, I fucked it yeah. differently. <laughs> I remember, yeah, just figure. But one of my mates was bad. He he got chucked in, which I didn't know at the time. But he got chucked in with this other, like French guy. He we got put in pairs, so I wasn't too bad. I was with my mate, like just laughing and joking yeah. around in there, not knowing what's going on. One of my mates got, which we found out later, got chucked in a cell with a random French guy. So he got in there, and this fat guy's in there, and he took his pillows and covers. Like there was two pillows, two covers. <laughs> fat guy's taking all his covers. He just had to lay on a concrete floor. So I was like, as long as I didn't resolve that, yeah, I actually done all right out of it. Was there any fines? There wasn't for that, surprisingly. Yeah, wow. yeah, that was... We got off lightly. So 24 hours, you've gone, okay, you thought you were going to get nicked, you might get put away for, I don't know, whatever may yeah. happen. All of a sudden, they've released you and gone, off you go. They released us, said, off you go. Oh, they took... took um, so we hid the SD cards. They took... So I had a bag of SD cards, and they took them thinking that the footage was on there. But when, before we the police come, I switched SD cards with the footage because I thought if this gets taken. And then I hid that SD card in the bottom of my bag. They never got that one. So that had all the footage on it. Um, so yeah, done, done all right out of it. Yeah, but they just let us go. They just let us go and 
it was pretty decent. And on that one there, when you got it in going, we've been released, do you think, like, bang it up straight away, see what happens on YouTube? Or were you nervous? I think I waited until I got home and then, got, then okay. banged it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where else have you been nicked before? And have you been nicked before? Too many times. It's, have you? It's a lot of times. Go through on. those videos. Go on, give me an example. All in England or other countries? Switzerland. We had a bad, the worst experience of being arrested was in Switzerland. So Finn, Finn was there as well. He's laughing because he knows the story is coming. We're driving through Switzerland and there's this small little crane in this like random little village. Mad back, back view of like all these mountains. And... Was it you, Finn, that was like, come on, don't be a pussy? Who was it, Elliot? Uh, Elliot was like, I was like, nah, this ain't a good idea. There was workers, like, it was middle of the day. It was like two o'clock in the afternoon or something. I was like, I don't think it's a good idea. There was workers in the building site, but not on the crane. And my mate Elliot's like, don't be a pussy, come on. He's egged us on. So we go and climb it anyway, thinking, oh, what's the worst that can happen? Climb it, get to the top. Next minute, there's loads of shouting. The police rock up. Um, We get arrested taken to a cell and then there was like a manhunt for my car they wanted to find my car and i knew i had like 700 euros cash in the car they were talking about fines and that instantly so i was like fuck i don't want to let them know where the car is because they'll just take the yeah, 700 the euros yeah, yeah, yeah. so i was like oh, i can't remember where i parked and all yeah. of this and then they went out searching for the car obviously they were looking for a car with an english plate it wasn't yeah. hard they find the car um we done 24 hours in a cell i i actually got put in like i didn't realize but it was actually like proper prison i got chucked in an actual it wasn't like a cell i got chucked in this prison basically and i was in there with one guy who i can't remember what he did he like robbed like 50 grand or 150 grand and then i'd like, done an armed robbery for like quite a lot of money and there was another guy that had uh an italian guy that had got caught transporting a load of coke into switzerland yeah. so he was like doing like 10 years or something like yeah. a long time and i'm in there like fucking hell i'm in with these two like proper big criminals i'm in actual prison right now <laughs> And at the time I was vegetarian, I'm not anymore, yeah. but at the time I was vegetarian, I remember them like, do you want some food? And then they give me food. I was like, yeah, uh, you got any vegetarian stuff? And they were like, yeah. And then they just give me this massive slab of meat. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. Um, but yeah, so I did that. We did 24 hours. They let us go uh, and they took everything. They took the 700 euros off me. They took about about six grand worth of camera gear off of us. What, did you confiscate it? Confiscate it all and then find us as well, like a grand each on top of all that confiscation oh. uh and they just took everything off us we did 24 hours they again were trying to ban us from the schengen region again and i thought this is it like this was after the paris thing we're getting banned yeah and once you get banned from there you're like banned from yeah. majority of yeah. europe so yeah no got got off apart from the six grand but that's the worst how did experience. you pay how did you pay the grand fine uh, did they want it up front before nah, you left no nah, they just wanted it they just wanted it like they like sent a letter. On. So I thought that the, the grand fine was paid by the camera gear all being taken yeah. and then got a letter. They want that on top? Yeah, they wanted that on top. Did you pay it? Yeah. What, when you got back to England? Yeah. Why? One of my mates didn't pay it and went went to Switzerland and then they blocked got it. arrested at the airport. Oh, he got arrested and he? had to pay it. He oh, got okay. the option like 15 days in jail okay. or pay it. Wow. So yeah. What was the difference? What was the time, what, the gap between that Paris and the Switzerland? Probably a year. Was it okay? A year or two. And what were you thinking? You're going for Switzerland. You just driving for Switzerland and just we're having a, fun and seeing what we can tripping. do. We're road tripping. Yeah, we're road tripping. With nothing we're, planned. Nothing planned. Road tripping around. Where do we go, Finn? We're everywhere that time. 14 about 14 countries in about two, three weeks. We were just driving around Europe. Took my car. We had like sleeping bags, a tent. <laughs> we were just sleeping out. We were like just doing everything. We were just going around seeing what we could find, basically making videos. How many? How many of you jumped in the car? Was there like five a, of us? Five, five, four, all kipping in the car, car. or sending hotels. Or nah, no, we were just like camping out. We were like literally just roughing it around Europe at this point. We were <laughs> cliff jumping every day, like cliff jumping in Croatia. 
just loads of shit happened, just a random road trip. Where, yeah, did, the, where did it change for you? You said you had the fear of heights. All of a sudden, you're climbing up cranes. You're climbing at the top of like the biggest buildings in Paris. You're climbing... How did that change? Just overcome it. Years of... So I went from being... Oh, I was terrified. My mum's terrified of heights, yeah. and she drummed it into me like growing up. So I was always terrified of heights. And then I wanted to overcome it. I was like, right, I've done... It, take it back to the parkour days. I've done all this. All my mates are like jumping across roofs, but I can't even like sit on the edge. Yeah. There's no way I can jump because I was like, I need to overcome this. So started jumping from what I remember, like jumping from small garage blocks that were like 10 foot off the ground yeah. or whatever. Um, jumping across them, getting comfortable at that. And then, build then build it up. Yeah. And then once you get to, once you're comfortable jumping across a roof, 50 meters or whatever, for whatever, no, not 50 meters, like 25 meters. You know, if you fall there, you're dead. Like yeah. that to 500 meters is the same, you know? Yeah. Okay. And is there times when you're up somewhere, you're going, oh my God, I've climbed up too high. Yeah. No. I'm in trouble. Never. You're fine no. with it, the whole thing. Completely fine with the whole really? thing. Yeah. It's got, it's got dangerously uh, comfortable. Wow. Just completely comfortable with heights now. And is there times when you've sort of like just dangling your feet over the edge and if I slip, I'm I'm brown, brown I'm dead. You're you, you know that, like you, but you're more aware. Like when you're up there, like me and all my friends, none of us have ever nearly died, never slipped, no accidents. Because yeah. when you're up there, this may sound stupid, but like when you're up there, you're so concentrated like when you're walking down on the street you're, you're just walking so you yeah. might trip up but when you're up there you know you're so in the zone you're not worried about other shit you're not yeah. thinking about anything as you're so concentrated obviously not to say you couldn't fall mm. of course you could fall but we, we never have been doing this stuff for 10 years mm. you know so, well nine years yeah never fall and never had any near near falls give me some of the countries you went on that road trip around europe Oh, I can't even remember most of Europe. There's so many of them. Uh, Netherlands, Germany, uh, Belgium, Switzerland. Just I can't even remember. We mm. worked out as 14 countries all, all around. We were just driving. Like It would be like the end of the day and we'd be like, look on a map and be like, right, we're going there. <laughs> Let's go there. Too. There's this here. Like, yeah, we were just, it was just a random road trip. Me and, and my what are you thinking? Mates. Are you thinking, right, okay, we'll just keep driving, keep driving. Let's find something. Let's film it. Let's whack it up and see how it does and see what money it brings in. Was time, it I about the money? I don't, nah, I think, no. What we didn't even make too many videos on that trip, innit? I think that was more just we were fucking about. Me and my boys, uh, we jumped in the car. I drove it all. None of my mates had licenses yeah. or could drive, so I done all that driving. We were just driving it. That was just a random little adventure trip. We travelled all around Europe with my closest boys. We were just going on a jolly, you know, going yeah, on a little mate. adventure, a little random adventure. But it was living life to the max. Trying, mate. Yeah, trying. mate. Good I'm for still you. Still trying to live by that. Yeah, I'm mate. My best. Absolutely. It seems like you, you're nailing that side of things. Tell me about some of the stuff you've done in England. What, so, what, tell me some stuff that's really blown up in England. I've done a lot of football stadiums. Uh, most of didn't the, you do West Ham Stadium? Did West Ham Stadium, but probably another guy did it first. Okay, his video went viral, but we did that. That's the one. So. Most of the British Premier League stadiums taken me to court to get injunctions on us to stop us doing it. But West Ham's the one that never did. Like West Ham was the only one I think that didn't. I've, I got like a court injunction from Southampton uh, Football Club, Manchester United, Man City, Arsenal, like mate, all of them <laughs> mate, basically, all the genius. top clubs. I've got I've got court injunctions from them all. Is that court injunctions going? We don't want that. We don't want Ali coming anywhere near us. Or is that because you've gone there and done something and they've gone? Yeah. Put it on him then. Yeah, because so you've done, done you've gone to we've all these stadiums. Yeah, yeah. Give me an example of some stadiums. Manchester City was the first stadium I ever did. We, I think that was late twenty. No, that was twenty eighteen. Beginning of twenty eighteen, I think. My time frame's all yeah, yeah, messed yeah. up so yeah, long ago now. Yeah. But we went there with my mates. The plan was to try and get in there and get on the roof. We didn't know if we could. We got there. It was fully secure. There was zero ways in. So we just we left. We couldn't do it. And then 
a couple of weeks later, I don't know, we went back. I was in Manchester again. This was at the point, like, I was just traveling around the country. I had mates through parkour. I had mates in loads of different yeah. places and, like, had mates in Manchester. We went there, tried to get back in. I don't remember why we went back, like, why we thought we could do it a second time, but we went back anyway and we found, like, a. we jumped over a car park, ran up, and there was just a door open. We got into the stadium and we're running around, like, the the seating area trying to find a way up and there's like ladders up to the roof and all the they're all locked there's a load of padlocks on and we keep running around and there was one that just didn't have a padlock <laughs> on it go up get onto the roof uh and then we're like running around the top of the roof basically and then next minute armed police have rocked up <laughs> um yeah and then end up getting taken to court. didn't get arrested for that but got taken to court from man city they were like we're gonna get a court injunction on this guy and then they got they were the first one and then through that the the lawyer that worked with them on that obviously i think what's happened is he's contacted once with the end done man united he yeah. knew it, genius business but he's contacted all the place i think because he was the main lawyer that did them all okay so i think he's contacted him and said look you've got a guaranteed case here you can win and then he's just banked out on it right, you know, okay. which can't blame him yeah, very yeah, clever yeah. but yeah so we did yeah man man city man united arsenal west ham southampton do you get into trouble in any of these? Have the security grabbed you and thrown you about at all? Or have they all been quite kind and understanding? They've all been surprisingly pretty kind. There okay. was one Liverpool Anfield stadium where we went in and the security caught us and they were like two fucking massive blokes and they were like, said my name before, like they knew who they I knew, was. Yeah. And they were like, come with us. And then they were talking about cameras and they were trying to get me away from the cameras and I thought I'm getting a beat in yeah. it. I went into this room and there was like they were like bodybuilder, bold, skinhead-looking guys. I thought, oh, this is me. Fuck now, I've done it here. I pissed off these scousers, and I'm yeah, gonna get yeah, my head yeah. kicked in. And they, one of them was trying to call someone. I still don't know who it is to this day. And then the other one looked at him and was like panicked, and went. So they dragged me off from my boys. They they took me into another room. There was no cameras or anything. And he's calling someone, and then his mate tapped him. Said, just call the police. Do what's right. So I don't know who he was calling originally, but I. It was scary. Yeah, um, someone to come fuck me up, probably. Yeah. I don't know. But they ended up calling the police. The police come, and then we got arrested again for that one. <laughs> There's been too many, mate, of our track record. So, again, you're getting arrested. Cuffs on. Cuffs old on. Old Bill, 24 hours. 24 hours. Fine? Nah, because there was no... So, what we, we all, this is how we always got off of it, because trespassing in England isn't a criminal matter. As long as you don't break in, you don't break anything, you don't steal anything, trespassing itself isn't a criminal offence. So... That's how, like, most people don't get arrested 30 times, right? Most people, if you're going to get arrested, you've usually probably done something wrong or a couple of times you'll end up in jail. Yeah. They couldn't do us on anything yeah. because we weren't breaking any laws, but they could arrest us on suspicion. So that's why we kept doing 24 hours. Like, I've been arrested way too many times, and I hope it never happens again because it's the worst <laughs> experience ever, like being chucked in a cell. Have you, uh, ever, have you ever been arrested? I don't know. No, I haven't. Nah, that's good. Keep no, it, I haven't. Keep it yeah. out. Hey, to definitely. everyone listening out there, no, I haven't. He's, he's a good boy. <laughs> I'll repeat that. <laughs> he has not been arrested. It's the most, the worst, and I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. No. It's the worst. It's, it's soul destroying. How many times do you reckon you've been arrested? 50 plus times. You're joking me. Yeah, it was a lot. There's 50 plus times? In the UK alone, yeah. <laughs> too many mate way too many it's probably done some permanent damage to my brain mate and then so so you've done the football thing yeah have you ever thought about doing anything like you know that fellow from Manchester he would like run onto the pitch dressed in a Man United kit and have a photo with the team no, before like the Champions League final or he'd come out to bat dressed in England cricket gear and recently out, no this like, is like 10 years oh, ago he'd come at the cricket bat and pretend to be like the England opening batsman and stuff and 
It was, it was, it was, it reminded, you remind me of kind of that sort of style. I don't know who that is. Well, when, after this, I'll send you a WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. Take a look, because I think that could be hilarious for you. Mate. Straight on telly. I'm trying to stay out of trouble. Stay he's, out of he's here trying to tempt me to get back into it. <laughs> mate, I'll be taking bets. Oh, mate, there's 500 quid. Go and do that. And get... Yeah, yeah. A little sponsorship. Yeah, Bournemouth event, Sevens Bournemouth on the seven. back. Yeah. <laughs> Genius. Eventful Lives podcast all across we, the... We can <laughs> sort this out. We can, we can come that could be a deal here, mate. <laughs> For sure. What um what other stuff have you done over the years? We're talking like you've nailed the football. Well, you've nailed the football. You've done the football stadium thing. Give me some other examples. You, I so the YouTube stuff was all climbing stuff. So a lot of building stealth things that you would know. O2 Arena. Like we were doing flips on the top of that. Well, you climb the O2 climbed Arena. Climb the O2 Arena. Yeah. Um, and then we were doing flips like the the material of it's like a tent, but yes. like quite strong. And then we yeah, were doing, tent, doing backflips and stuff on that. And we climbed up the big yellow pile and things on top of it. So. How do you, give me an example. Do you have, have you got to go in when there's a concert or there's a fight going on? Mm. Or are you just sneaking in when no, no one's about? Usually when no one's, uh, usually before they close is quite a good time. Workers are, workers are like cracking away, brushing to get home. And yeah. like, yeah, we'd usually just walk in, but it's, it was not anymore. Like when it started getting popular, it started getting harder and harder to do it. Yeah. People like at the time, people were sending me emails and like DMs and stuff of like their work. And I remember my face being at like the docks in Southampton. They had like a, almost like a wanted poster, <laughs> but mate, it got everywhere. Like B&Q had this thing. Well, I'll send you it later. Yeah. You can chuck it on. It yeah, was like, yeah level three offenders it was me and ryan and it was like this big post of like look out for these boys they're, they're looking to stay in because we we did one in b and q back in the day what like, did you do we just stayed in that we went to stay in there overnight like we it just got to a point we'd done everything like all the swimming pools were hard we were like what else can we do we were yeah. going to stay in b and q fuck knows what we were going to do but we tried to and that that went wrong as well a lot of them went wrong but was there any time when someone is an owner and gone I've clocked who you are and just had enough and dragged you around. No, surprisingly really? not. Really? Okay. Big, the only one I've ever, which I'm still surprised about, I'm surprised at the time, didn't get my head kicked in yeah. at all. Never had any problems. Um, the one we did, we snuck into the Big Brother house twice. when it was In London? In London, yeah. Uh, the, what they called the, the studios, I can't remember what they're called now. Yeah, uh, I know what you mean. Wherever yeah, they're yeah, called, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we, yeah. Ju- we jumped in there. We were trying to get, this was like YouTube was popping. We were trying to, we were like, right, if we sneak in, we'll get on the live eviction night and we'll walk in as they're getting evicted. <laughs> that was the plan. We were like, that would blow up the internet. <laughs> and we, mate, we, we rocked up there again, unplanned, like a lot of stuff. We'd just rock up. We rocked up at night. We had no idea. We see, we parked in this little car park. We see the lights coming. We're like, that must be it. We walk to it. We get there. It's highly secured. Security everywhere. We're like, fuck, we don't know what we're going to do. We end up going around the back. There was a gate with no security. We hopped over. There happened to be a high-vis security jacket just there, placed there perfectly. I Only one, so I picked that up. My mate brought, I put it on Ryan, which is just normal clothes. Then once we had that on, we looked, yeah, we the looked, part. looked yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we walked through. Um, we strolled straight in there that time, and we had to hop over a few gates unnoticed and that, but we pretty much strolled in there. And we're behind... The idea was to get in there. We had no idea what it was like, but we got behind... You know they film behind the mirrors? Yeah like the see-through mirrors. We got behind, we were sat there chilling with the cameraman. Like we're behind the studio. It's like a full studio, like a, it looked like a construction site. Yeah. And we're like in there for probably an hour and a half, two hours. And we're just strolling around, talking to people. We got high-vis, we looked the part, we got the confidence. Like that's what it was all about. Yeah. Like high-vis front, and confidence. Yes, yeah, yeah. the front. If yeah. you go in there and look like yeah. you belong there. But anyway, we're walking around and then next minute a lady comes up to us after like an hour and a half. And we're waiting. The idea is to wait for the eviction 
which that's what we were waiting for because we didn't want to just we, we had to do it while it was live on tv and oh as well we couldn't find a way into it like we were looking scouting it out but it was like fully secured that the guests can't get out so it was it was a weird setup yeah. we couldn't figure a way out in anyway we're walking around and this lady comes up to our security us and she's like have you got your badges boys and we're like oh we've left them upstairs give us two seconds she, that raised suspicion yeah. with her we got away from her like we walked off and she's like oh wait wait and we carried on walking and then we got away um and then we were trying to like hide up in there and then the boss man who later found out his name was mick he was like the head security boy of like the whole big brother studio um he come like this big like london gangster looking guy suited and booted <laughs> grabbed us both there's a video online and he's like grabbed us both by the scruff of the necks <laughs> like there's a there's a thumbnail on one of ryan's videos he's got us both like that it looks ridiculous <laughs> um and then they dragged us down. It wasn't rough of us at all. They were like pretty sound, to be honest. But yeah. the police come and the security were like, take their GoPros off them. The police are like, we can't. We, we've got no rights to take their GoPro off of them. They've done nothing wrong. They've, they've, only, they've not committed any crimes. They wanted us arrested. Mm. They let us go anyway. And us being idiots thought, right, we're going back. Get back in. Let's get back in there. <laughs> um, we, we should have just left it there. But yeah. we ended up going back the second week. We're like, we're getting on live TV. Hopped over a gate. They were, in my head, Ryan was like, they'll be expecting us. I was like, they won't be expecting won't, us. Yeah. No way, because we've been caught. Yeah. They won't be expecting us. We rock up. There was more security than ever. Okay. Straight away, we hop over the gate. They're like, Ali, Ryan, stop. <laughs> they knew us. We were like, fuck. So we we're running around. We we're sprinting around the studio. <laughs> There's, It was ridiculous. There's a load of security chasing us. We jump on the side of a scaffolding, which is like around the full studio bit. We climb up the scaffolding. They're trying to, I remember at one point, like, security was running at me. It was like from a movie. Yeah. And he's like, tried to grab me like that. And he missed my leg. And then we're like scaling up the <laughs> side of this um scaffolding got like probably like five stories so obviously they couldn't chase us we got onto the roof ran down found the garden of the big brother house like the obviously we had no idea where we was like yeah. navigation we ran like across the roof there's a picture in the sun if you type in like ali law big brother yeah. you'll see this picture of me and ryan on the top of a roof and there it was like in the middle you know where davina mccall yeah. was like doing yeah, eviction yeah, yeah. we just see all the, the crowd her in the middle like speaking on the live scratch uh like the live show and everyone's just looked up at us like every the whole heads everyone's heads just turned looking up at us um and then we ran across we had to like jump over a few things and we got in the garden we had to take this fat drop into the garden like i don't know we hung hung drop off it obviously from doing parkour for yeah. years it was all right for me but once we were in there was no way getting back out like it was a big drop um we got in and i remember running up to the door you could see all the people in there i grabbed the door to open it and they'd locked it no. and then they put these like like a little alarm went off and then the shutters come down so they're like they knew what we were doing they blocked it and then from that moment we're looking around ryan's trying to climb out obviously it's a massive we yeah. just can't get up it i'm like fuck it jump i've got my gopro on i jump in the hot i don't know why just jumped in the hot tub <laughs> i stripped down to my cacks <laughs> jumped in the hot tub i'm chilling in the middle of the hot tub and then, honestly, it's the most ridiculous thing ever, looking back on it. All the security run, and they're trying to... Obviously, they've put it into lockdown, so everything's locked. And all I remember just seeing all these security members running into this room. I'm in the middle of the hot tub, chilling. And then they're all trying to open the door, but they've locked it themselves, so they can't get out this door. And then next minute, like, Ryan's, like, halfway up this wall, nearly out. Next minute, the door opens. There was probably, like... 10 to 15 security guards just come flying oh. out this door. I'm like, oh, fuck. They start chasing Ryan. Ryan falls down from the wall. He's running around like a madman. I'm chilling in the hot tub. They're chasing him around. Like, it was, if it was on TV, it would have been the Quality. most ridiculous thing ever. And then I got dragged out of the hot tub and then the security, like, banged his knee into the back of my neck and he was like, I fucking know where you live, Ali. He was like, 
don't think we won't be paying you a visit. And he like, I remember him just like kneeling me in the back of the head. Like that's the roughest it's yeah. been. But you've yeah. got off quite lightly, to be fair. Very lightly, yeah. Isn't it? Very is lightly. It, is that because it's a grey area, or do they know that you're just there to muck about? They know. I I don't know. I think they know we're there to muck about, but still, ultimately, like we're pissing people off, innit? But we weren't doing anything. There was no. Lead. You're not malicious with No, it. we're not malicious. You're fun. And yeah. we, we showed a lot of, which was my argument in court, which didn't go down very well, but yeah. my, my argument in one of them was like, we've shown a breach of security to these, like, these security companies that are costing millions. We've showed them a breach in the security. We've got no malicious intent. Like, we didn't break anything. We weren't there to kill anyone, hurt anyone, you know? So, like, we just showed a flaw in the security. That was my, that was my excuse in I court. I think it's a great excuse. I think so. Isn't and it? You're helping security firms actually tighten up. Yeah, 100%. Mm. I think it's good. I need to start a little business, isn't it? Yeah, a little mate. business, security testing. 100%. What's the, next, what's the next movement for you after all this? You've had 50, you've been nicked 50 times. Are you still like, I don't care? No, I, I do care now. You do care? I didn't okay. at the time. At the time, it, again. So what age, a, what age were you then on the Big Brother one? 22, 23. Yeah, okay. around that, yeah. And again, at the time, didn't care because I went from... So in my head, I went from working on a construction site, yeah. absolutely hating life, to being able to do what I love. And the arrest was just a side part of it. I know it don't look great, but I knew I wasn't a bad person. I'd yeah. never, I'm not a bad person. I would never hurt anyone. Yeah. I'd never steal off anyone. Yeah. I've got good morals. That was just a part of it. Like I was having fun. I'll, that was my excuse. Obviously, I pissed off a lot of people probably and caused a lot of people a headache. But at the time, we were just having fun. Yeah. I was making videos. I was doing what I love. I was making money from it. And yeah, I was just getting to wake up and do what I love every day. But mm. the arrest thing isn't good. Like that, it just fucks your head up being stuck in a cell and it's no good. It's no life. And obviously it's not sustainable as well. Yeah. Can't continue that. But yeah, ultimately like the arrest never bothered me back then because it was just like, a. it did. It pissed me off obviously, but it was, I knew I wasn't like going to go to prison. I knew I wasn't doing anything bad. It was just like a little side part of it. Yeah. I've grown up a bit since then. Like I can't, I couldn't do that now. Like it would kill me if I got chucked in a cell for twenty four hours. Now yeah. it would absolutely kill me. Um, but yeah, now I'm just just trying to have fun. I want to use my social media. So I built it off of that. Which that's I, what I was going to go to then. So you're talking Big Brother. It blew up for you in 2018. Yeah. What was what sort of numbers are we talking from 2018 to where we are today in 2023? Give me that sort of journey of YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. It, everything just blew up. End of 2017 to beginning of 2018, it it went. It just fucking rocketed. Like I, I remember at one point, I think I went from 300,000 YouTube subscribers to a. I was like the fastest growing. At one point on Social Blade, I was the fastest growing YouTube channel in the world. Like it was rocketing. Um, I remember going from 300k to a million in like the space of a month of subscribers. Subscribers, not just views. Not views. Wow. Subscribers. Each wow. video was guaranteeing like three million views. I was getting. 30 million views a month. Uh, all the socials were blowing up. Yeah, just the numbers were crazy. And that level of dopamine, as you know, like yeah. you're doing podcasts, when you get a little yeah. little million or something, like that's, it's a drug. more. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a drug. It? It's massive dopamine, yeah. So what, what numbers you set on today with YouTube? Not so much. So I've actually given up the main channel, which is a bit Why? of a weird one, because I'm trying to move away from... I've set such a standard on that main channel from doing like the most crazy, the most daring, the most reckless, run away from police overnight challenges. So, sorry, a bit of context. I got, after the Big Brother thing, I got a court order. So obviously we're pushing it harder and harder. That went on for like a year through the courts. Um, and then beginning of 2019, I got a court order to say I couldn't trespass. Trespassing is obviously a civil matter. So if you go and trespass, you're fine. Yeah. But because I've got a court order, it then becomes a contempt of court. Yeah. So I, I would go to prison for breaking the court order, which one of my friends recently climbed up the shard. 
you know, in London. Yeah, yeah. And he, that was the same thing. The court, the, the shard had an injunctions on an injunction on it. So he went to prison not for trespassing or climbing it, but for breaching the court order. Um, how long did he get? Not long, like three months, I think. Okay, it's long but enough. Long enough, yeah. yeah. And I don't want to go to prison. No. I can't be asked for that. No. Um, but yeah, so I got a court order in 2019, beginning of 2019. And was that the bit that you were like, oh, I need to slow this down. I was going to get myself into proper trouble. At the time, no. At the time, I was sort of <laughs> arrogant enough to go, no, fuck, this ain't going to stop me. I'm going traveling. I'm going to go do this in other countries. And then that led to like Switzerland happening and other shit. And then eventually it wasn't, even that I thought I can't keep getting in trouble. I just grew out of it. Yeah, I stopped okay. enjoying it. And I think it was like down to when you rinse it for YouTube as well. Like it, I loved it for many years. I did love it. And I love making YouTube videos. But it got to a point where I didn't enjoy it anymore. Yeah. And I was creating the videos, but I wasn't enjoying it. And yeah. I was like, right, so I'm going to move away from this. And so that's why I've given up the main channel, which is like, it's got three and a half million subscribers. Three so and a quite, half million subscribers. Yeah, it's a lot of... That's lot. huge. It's a big channel, well, yeah. How many views has that got roughly, can you say? 400, 500 mil, I'd say. I don't know, I haven't looked in a long time, but I'd say... And how did you monetize that? What sort of money were you bringing in? So that was fully monetized for about six... So taking it back to the beginning of 2018, it got demonetized, it got hit with a demonetized. So just as it started earning money, I remember going from like no money to seeing like a seven grand month, let's say. Yeah. So I'm talking broke yeah. to seven zero Gs. money to seven Gs. Wow. I was like, fuck, this is insane. Yeah. And that, I was living cheap. I didn't have a lot of outgoings. Like I was just traveling around. Like, yeah, there wasn't a lot of outgoings. It wasn't like a mad business that there was mad outgoings. So it, seven grand, then seven grand, the next month went to about 15. Um, and then it got demonetized. I remember no, 14, I think it was. From what I remember, there was yeah. like two big months. It got demonetized January 2018. And I was like, fuck, I've lost the lost all the money. And then I managed to get the monetization back after a couple of months. Like probably like March or yeah. April. I managed to get it back. I had signed with a network and they got me it back through YouTube. Managed to get it back. And then it started picking up. And at this point, I'd already lost a fuckload of money because the channel was getting bigger. Yeah. And I was seeing, mate, I, I went to a point, I remember the biggest month on YouTube was 50K pounds. 50,000 pounds. 50,000 English pounds. And bear in mind, six months before, I had zero You're pounds skin. in my back. I was skin mate, broke. that's amazing. And like, I grew up in a family from a council. I was like, my mum's never fucking seen five yeah. grand, let alone 50 grand, you know? Mate, that's quality. Um, Insane. But then overnight, as it come quick, it fucking went. It got demonetized again. So I was only fully monetized for about six months, and then it got demonetized. Um, fully lost it. Couldn't ever get it back. Got like YouTube demonetized it around September 2018. Okay, it's never been monetized since. But obviously, I sold merch. I got a merch um, site which called uh, just Ali Law Merch, like yeah. Ali Law UK. Yeah. That's just my merch. So I was selling merch. That was my main income. Was the main. But you ain't going to be earning that sort of money doing merch compared nah. to 50 bags a month. It on... still does alright. Yeah, merch okay. does. Merch does not too bad. Why? But... Just give me to break down there. Obviously, you know YouTube better than anyone. I yep. imagine. Well, I, I, I do know that. Why would they demonetize you? So at the time, there was no like reason. So at the time, I had a YouTube network. They were like, "We're they've got a contact at YouTube. YouTube were like, we can't give you a reason. It's just against the ad guidelines or whatever. Yeah. Um, they were changing it up. I think they were trying to protect... Obviously, it, it was a grey area. They were advertising on my channel. I was running away from the police. I was hiding. Although it wasn't illegal, it didn't look great, you know. Yeah. So I think you. I don't know. I think YouTube were just trying to protect the younger generation the watching it. Oh, no, I think at the time it was like I don't know if you remember. It was called Adpocalypse. I think this was like 2016. Mm. Basically, someone I think PewDiePie said something. I can't remember if it was like homophobic or something yeah. like that. And then YouTube. They pulled ads from it, like a lot of advertisers pulled out of YouTube basically, yeah. 
And I think they were trying to prevent protect, that, yeah, okay. protect it. So I understand it. Like they weren't trying to add it. It, it, it was a bit of a gray area. I was running away from the police, hiding up in places, climbing places, and yeah. they were advertising on the videos, you know? Yeah, I see. So. And what was that next step for you then? If you're thinking, hold on me, I've been demonetized. Where am I going to earn my money from? So I was pretty smart with it. I, once that happened, I created a website, a paid subscription website. I was like, fuck YouTube, they've demonetized me. I'm moving away from yeah. YouTube. Create a paid subscription website. I think I was charging like three or four pound a month at the beginning. Um, and then just started funneling traffic from the YouTube over to the website. Was doing one video a week over on there. That's when I started traveling. That's when I started not enjoying it after okay. a few months of that. Because then you're not creating the videos for... It was good business, but I just started hating it. Like, okay. And I was having to travel and I was having to force the content and then it wasn't natural anymore, you know? Give me an example of the sort of money it dropped from. Getting up for seven grand, 14 grand, up to 50 grand, demonetized. Oh, mate, mate. Then, what did it, when so you it, went, it yourself, what, what sort of numbers? It went from 50K. I remember my biggest month was 50, I think it was like 51K. And then it dropped to the next month to three hundred dollars. Oh man! Because it's not—it's not fully yeah. demonetized. It's that yellow thing yeah. we were talking about. Yeah. So it's like, what do we call that yellow thing? Piss yellow. Piss yellow. Sorry, wasn't it? <laughs> when that, you see that, you're like, no, you're like, fuck. Yeah. Like my, my whole channel overnight got piss yellowed. Oh. Um, yeah, but it—it it, it happens, man. Like these things happen. You can't dwell on it, innit? Like, Are you still enjoying though? Seeing then, do you still get a buzz going? I've actually got three and a half million subscribers really like what I'm doing. Are you still putting stuff up there constantly? No, that you... channel's... So basically, that's what I said. I'm moving away from that channel. I didn't want to start uploading other shit to it because it would be like a channel of three and a half million subscribers getting 10K views, you know? Yeah, okay. Um, so I had another channel at the time, which was called Ali Law's Life, which was a second channel. On YouTube? On YouTube, but okay. I built that up in like 2018. Just so, the, so, like... so that one was called... The new one was called... Ali Law's Life. Life, and the other one was called... Just Ali Law. Ali Law, okay. Yeah. So I just created this second channel. The idea was to try and like move it into travel content and like build off the side of the main one back yeah. in the day. Anyway, just it was a sort of a side thing. I built it up to a couple hundred thousand subscribers, but then moved away from it. Just didn't upload for like at least two years. Why? Just because I was concentrating on the main channel, the website. Like I just couldn't. I didn't have time to okay. to do it. And yeah, it was just one of them things. I just left it. But then I ended up. That's my plan now. Is I'm trying to really go hard with content on there. Um, on your second channel on my second channel okay. completely it's fully monetized and what uh, sort of stuff are you putting on there that's different to the original one just like travel videos skydiving videos traveling around the world doing adventurous stuff going cave diving um, scuba diving just like legal stuff that's not going to get me near yeah. <laughs> that can earn money you know and that I enjoy I'm loving making videos again like, yeah. I got to a point hating video like I just didn't enjoy it anymore like pick it which was sad because I built this you. thing yeah. it's what made me I, it was my dream forever, but I just got to a point, I guess you rinse something, You, it's good in life, you can't, sometimes you can, but sometimes you change shit up, you know, like yeah. you get bored of something, you can't continue it. So I was like, it was a big decision to make. Like I could continue making them videos, I could have kept my paid subscription website, I could, I've still monetized the fuck out of it with that main channel, and yeah. got millions of views, but I just didn't enjoy it anymore. And the whole side of it, like getting nicked and yeah. constantly going to court and that, it's just, it's not sustainable long term, yeah. you know? So. Yeah. And it's not it's not a good image as well. It's not like yeah, it's just not a good image. Like Has anyone brands. picked up on you? Anyone picked you up and gone, hold on a minute, we can make a TV channel out of this. So a few I was in talks with Channel Four a couple of months ago and then it got dropped last minute. But I wanna that's my one of my New Year's resolution uh 
What's it? Is it new, not New Year's resolution? Bucket list bucket this year. List. I think you're made for TV. Stuff. Yeah, I One, think so. you're a proper character. <laughs> Two, I can see in your eyes that you're hungry to do anything. Yeah. That's a bit of fun. <clears throat> and if you get paid by a TV channel to do that, legitimately, that, I think that's that's, that's, that's a no-brainer. No that's, yeah, that's the dream. Hopefully move over. To, before, a few years ago, I was like, fuck, because YouTube effectively is new TV. YouTube yeah. is bigger. Your, your YouTube stars like KSI and stuff are getting recognised. Yeah. They're more famous than your TV stars yeah. nowadays. But I think tv it's like a whole new audience and I, i'd love like a little tv show traveling around the world doing the craziest stuff that's the idea like base jumping skydiving scuba diving sharks shit like that you know like would you just, do would you do anything is there anything you wouldn't do give me give me an example of something you wouldn't do they're actually there i don't off the top of my head i don't think there's anything like i don't know there's nothing i'm do you know that do you know of. that um what's that program on telly uh who's the comedian who sends his mate around the world Cole Pilkington yeah, yeah. Idiot Abroad Idiot yeah. Abroad What if someone Set something like that And go right We're going to send you Around the world To do all this mad shit And you are you up for it And you're going to get Paid to do it I'll do it 100% Yeah 100% Why don't we put Our heads together Yeah let's do it we could, There's something that, it's, funny, there. it's funny you say Idiot Abroad Because my mate Lee Is like we, we travel and make videos together and he's very like Cole Pilkington in the sense he's just very funny and stuff like that. And that's, I, we talked about this, didn't it? We talked about this in Austria last year. It was like, I want a TV show like that, like me and maybe two friends travel around, idiot abroad style, but we like go and do like the craziest stuff. And Lee's like a bit scared of things. So like, it'd be funny, like him bungee jumping, skydiving, things like that. You know? I think it'd be amazing. I think it could you do You can't well, have yeah. that amount of followers, subscribers and all the people who love you around the world and not take this to the next level. Yeah, yeah. How old are you today? 26. 26. Prime. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's chat off this. 100%. 100%. Tell me about your other figures and your numbers and stuff on socials. So I got, I had a TikTok account, which yeah. obviously TikTok's the new sort of socials. Yeah. I wasn't running it at all because whenever I downloaded it, do you use TikTok? Uh, my team used TikTok you, for me. you yourself I, never not scroll? Per, no, That's good. I don't want to scroll. I'm, That's I'm scrolling. Good. That's yeah. good. Just well, they whack up all the, they cut up all the podcasts. Yeah, stuff, yeah, I see. It's genius. Time. It's, it's yeah. the most incredible business tool yeah. and socials tool right now. It's crazy. We, I think we've had in the last like four or five months, we had like 30, 40, saw, 50 million yeah, views yeah. or something wild. 50 mil, wasn't it? Crazy. That's, that's insane. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's insane for podcasts especially podcasts are yeah. blowing up obviously people's attention span have been battered they're not watching long form but if they get if you hook them in from the short yeah. form stuff they're gonna come over to the long form yeah. but so i had a tiktok it had i didn't use it at all because i would just get sucked into the scroll yeah. do you get sucked into the scroll yeah yeah of course well, it's impossible yeah. not to yeah. um but i had an account i had a guy running it an editor he was just tr trimming up old videos obviously yeah. i've got so much viral content on youtube he was trimming up videos absolutely smashing the account got it up to 1.3 million followers and then it got banned like three weeks ago oh. but for someone's reported it for like self-harm and eating disorder some like bollocks like uh category they've got it banned somehow they've just mass reported it got it banned but my network are chatting to tiktok now and hopefully we'll get it back when you say your network what do you mean your they're network? like my youtube network they're like my management they they run my they're the ones that got my channel monetized but they've basically got contacts at all socials okay they help me out a lot yeah so they so if you got, get that back up and running amazing what about your instagram insta's got i don't actually know 330 maybe Genius. around that 330k yeah and then, got, yeah, just on all social, Facebook does pretty well. Facebook's got 300K recently. Has it? What, 300K followers? 300K, yeah, likes and are you bang, And are you banging up the short clips up there as well? Facebook's more, so Facebook, I don't know if you know this, but Facebook's monetized. A lot of people don't know this. I didn't but, know that. Yeah, most people don't know this, but there's good money to be, 
behind on Facebook. Because it's weird, isn't it? Instagram has gone drop, dropped right off yep. for views and everything else. TikTok's flying. And all yep. of a sudden, Facebook Reels seems to be flying at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Facebook's oh, We banged like... something up the other day and it's got, it got 11.2 million something on my personal wow. one. Wow. Another one got 3 point something. I'm like, my God, where did that come from? That would do wonders for the podcast. That would yeah, do wonders. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's, that's why incredible. the podcast is blown up. That is, that's big you know? numbers on yeah. Facebook for sure. Yeah. But yeah, Facebook incredible platform right now it sort of died out a few years ago it, it died, died out. out didn't it yeah but i i don't know what yeah i don't know what they've done what about twitter you on twitter i'm on twitter yeah Do you like it yeah i actually really i surprisingly most people think twitter's a dead platform but if you fo- i learn a lot about business on twitter okay. from just following a lot of business accounts yeah, yeah, yeah. um there's a lot yeah i twitter's my favorite platform Is but it? not in terms of like bringing me views and money yeah. it doesn't really bring me fuck all but like you like looking to see what's i like happening. yeah i learn a lot on it i've, yeah. I've learned a lot just about like I don't know, random shit like creating an email list. If I knew about that in 2018, yeah. I could have had an email list of fucking half a million yeah. people on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know about it. Just yeah. like little random little facts like that. So you're 26 today in yeah. your prime and you've sort of slowed off a bit in the last two, three years. Slowed off in terms of you don't want to get nicked again. You don't want to get caught up again. What have you been doing these last couple of years then? What have you really been focusing on? Travelling a, f- a lot. I've been, mate, since November last year when did we go austria november since november i've been home in southampton five days since november so just traveling making fuck loads of videos for the second channel um trying to just create content trying to have fun trying to enjoy life like i'm just traveling i was up in scotland yesterday i was in dubai last week like scuba diving just i'm trying to just live a good life man like just trying to have fun and at the same time like i'm in a in a good position to be able to do what like i dreamt of this for many years i can go and travel the world and make videos and that have fun that, yeah have fun have you got like, enough not, money in the bank to keep on traveling i've been pretty good with my money yeah. in the sense that like i not really flashy i ain't got a flashy car like over the years of all the money i did earn i was quite smart of saving it i say smart of saving it obviously just lost fuck loads of money to inflation but yeah. yeah i didn't really know about investing but i'm trying to get into investing i'm trying to yeah the idea is to just Try and sort start start some businesses up off the back of it. I've just started a jewelry brand recently. Called which is doing it's called Pivi P I V I. Okay. Um, Where can people find that? The Pivi UK. Yeah. Mate, we'll give a little discount code if anyone wants anything. Yeah, mate. Dodge, use the code Dodge yeah. for twenty five percent off. Yeah, perfect. Boom. Perfect. But yeah, just just mate, just trying to have fun, trying to do things I enjoy. It seems like you're having a proper laugh, Ali. And you know what? After spending an hour of you here, you've got your head switched on. Thanks, and you getting nicked and da, 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 that's part of growing up, that's part of your 20s. There's not many people who have lived the life you've lived and they might be 60, 70 years old. Do you know what I mean? I'll keep doing what you're doing. And I reckon there's someone going out there who's going to snap you up and make an amazing TV channel. Thank you, man. I really, Thank really you. do. Any advice out there before we finish up on the younger lot, 15-year-old, 16-year-old, seven, they look up to you and we're like, wow, look at you, he's a YouTube sensation. We can earn millions from this. There's a mass misconception out there. People can earn a lot of money out of YouTube and stuff. People who are there Instagramming and, and TikToking and YouTubing trying to get somewhere, is there any advice that it's really, to them, that it's fairly difficult to earn money doing that? It is. Di- so my advice, if you, if you want to go down the route of social media, it is difficult. And like most people, obviously, the reason not everyone's doing it is because it ain't easy. Yeah. It took me many years of like editing. It's hard work. Like when you... I give up carpentry, hated that. I was working eight hours a day. I work 24 7, yeah. seven days a week, so, as you do. Yeah, yeah of mate. course. It's, there's no break, right? Yeah, yeah. You never switched off. Especially you love it. Yeah, you love mm. it. You're working 24 7. There's no <clears throat> days off, but you don't want a day off, right? Yeah. Like, I don't want a day off from what yeah. I do because I genuinely enjoy what I do. Yeah. It's And everyone I know that's successful doing their own businesses is in that exact same boat. Yeah. 
It's 24-7. So if you're trying to get into YouTube and you think it's going to be an easy ride and you're just going to make millions and have a Lamborghini, yeah. then it's not going to work. But there is serious money to be made, and I believe anyone can do it. I don't, Mate, I come from a council house. Like, I had no money. My mum didn't give me money. I had to... I worked a construction job. I was earning £100 a week for my apprenticeship. I mm. saved up every penny to buy the GoPro. I used to ride my push bike nine miles to work to save a fiver a day on bus fella. Like, I didn't get handed anything, but yeah. it was possible for me, and I come from nothing. Yeah. There's people from all over the world making making something on social media from every niche. There's you doing podcasting business. There's me climbing buildings. Like, yeah. there's just... There's no... There's no limit on it. I think anyone can be successful on YouTube and I think anyone can do it, but yeah, it isn't easy. Mm. But don't let that put you off. Mm. Like if you work hard, as with anything, you can have it for sure. Tell me, do you get recognised in a lot of places? All over, mate. Give oh. me an example. If you go somewhere, if you walk into Nando's, you walk down the street or you go somewhere, are people clocking you going, my God, that's Ellie. Photos, autographs, tell me. Anyway, the motorway one the other day, driving down the motorway, guys, next to us, like, down, mate, it's it's all over. Even in Dubai, like in Dubai last week, getting recognised lows. Like, it's, yeah, it's still crazy to me. That still feels crazy to me. But years ago, I remember the first time, like, this was 2017, it must have been. I remember the first time it ever happened. It was surreal for me. Obviously, I had like odd bits around Southampton, but I remember going to LA. I was going to, I paid for a skydiving course out in Paris, which is like two hour drive from LA, middle of the desert. I stopped off at this Walmart and I, this was as the YouTube was like really blowing. Yeah. Stopped off in this Walmart <clears throat> in the middle of the desert in America in California. And I got recognized twice in that shop yeah. by two separate people. Yeah. I was like, fuck, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just mate, yeah, it's a lot. Do you yes. enjoy the buzz? Of people recognizing you it's cool yeah, it's it's a it's a weird thing like i, I love me mate these people allow me to yeah. live this life i'll never be one of them people that are like no no photos yeah. or whatever it's it's a weird unnatural feeling obviously like when when you're out and people look at you it almost like creates a paranoia you don't know if they've it, clocked you or yeah, not yeah they don't know if you've clocked you they're just looking at you whatever it creates this like weird thing in your head yeah. like I don't know how to explain it, like yeah, a paranoia almost, but yeah. it's cool, mate. I've met some amazing people, uh, have some amazing conversations with people from all different walks of life. It's pretty cool, man. Like, yeah. Mate, this is this is some story, mate. I've really enjoyed this episode. I'm Ali, glad. where can people find you? Just Instagram. I'm really active on Instagram at the moment. Um, YouTube, if you want to watch any of the vlogs, Ali Law's Life, uh, Mr. Ali Law on Instagram. Hopefully, by the time this episode is out, we got the TikTok back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. the Ali Law. Um, yeah, just all platforms, every platform. Mate, just type in Ali Law. Ali, you're a proper character, mate. And I think you've got a huge, huge, huge career ahead of you. And someone needs to snap you up. Someone needs to get you on telly because they don't make people like you these days who's got a character switched on, ballsy, fun, happy. And you're not there to piss anyone off or annoy him. You're just there to create some wicked content. And Mean, uh, means a lot, man. Yeah, mate. I wish you all the best. Thank you, man. Thank you. You too. You're a gentleman, Ali. I'll see you in May, mate. Yeah, mate. Thoroughly enjoyed this. Thank you for having me, man. Good man. Thank Good you. Good man. Take care.